Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is say no. Yes, we have the right and the option to say no. Now, most people are not aware that they have to think about a request or demand before saying yes. It's important to know the consequences of one's choices. Now, after saying yes, you have to live with that. You can't take it back or change this reality. Now, let's look at some of the reasons why some people can't say no to another person's request. Now, the first reason, the number one reason why most people can't say no is because some of these people were raised in oppressive environments where they were abused, traumatized, neglected, or abandoned. Now, they most likely will have a difficult time saying no. They may be suffering from low self-esteem and they feel powerless to say no. They feel unimportant and their needs don't really matter. Yes, so if a person comes from that type of background where they were abused, neglected, or abandoned, of course they're going to suffer from low self-esteem. And because they have low self-esteem, they feel like they're not important. They feel like they're not special. They feel like they don't matter. It's going to be easier for them to disregard their needs to put their feelings aside and be so ready to say yes to others because they think that by saying yes, they're going to get people to like them. They're going to get other people's validation or approval. So we have to start with a foundation that is someone's upbringing, their home environment. And if they weren't raised in an abusive environment, The fact that they were around people who were abusive, people who were controlling, people who were bullies, anything that happened to make them feel bad about themselves or they got the message that they're not important, they're not special. Other people's needs are more important than theirs. So that is the number one reason why a lot of people cannot say no, they can't. They feel so obligated to say yes to everything and everybody. Now, some people don't have a problem saying no to strangers. They don't have a problem saying no to people they don't know or have a relationship with. They have no problems at all. Their problem is when it comes to family members or intimate relationships. Because they need these people's acceptance, love, or approval. They feel like they need their support. So if they say no, then maybe that support will stop. Maybe that love, so-called love, will end. Because a lot of people who are in abusive relationships, they live constantly with rejection, with neglect, with them being ignored. People use the silent treatment against them. So anytime they are not pleasing to the abuser, whether it be a family member or intimate partner or best friend, it doesn't matter, they get rejected. And because of that, they don't want to say no. They don't want to say no. They want to say yes, 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 yes. 
So we have these yes people, they're the people pleasers. And they are that way because of their low self-esteem. Now let's continue within the family. People with strict or rigid parents or caretakers. These people who are subjected to constant controlling behavior are most likely to have problems saying no. They weren't given the option to say no or offered a choice. Usually choices are made for them and they never learn how to make decisions. They didn't get the opportunity to establish critical thinking skills, which is necessary to make good choices. They never learn how to say no without experiencing shame or guilt. Yeah. Now, people with controlling parents, they don't get a lot of options to say no. They really are not given an option to say no. I mean, it's yes, 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 yes. Or they have to deal with the consequences. And these parents who are very controlling, they also penalize their children for not saying yes, for not doing everything they're told to do. And if they're not penalized through corporal punishment, spanking or beating them, or even sometimes abusing them, sometimes, you know, they withhold things from them. Sometimes they don't give them food. They don't allow them leisure time or entertainment time. We're not talking about a normal family here. We're talking about a dysfunctional or an abusive household where the parents are very controlling. They're very abusive to their children. And some parents may not think that they're being abusive or controlling. They think that this is just the way that they have to raise their children. They don't understand that by constantly putting these children down, constantly belittling them, criticizing them, judging them, and not allowing them a room to even make a decision. And a healthy household, parents give their children options. Now, of course, you can't always give children options. You just have to tell them what to do and they have to do it. That's how they learn. That's how they grow. But we do have opportunities where we can give our children options and they can exercise choices. For example, you give them an option to what to eat. You say you can have this meal or you can have that meal. So you're not going to penalize them if they choose either one because the, you know those two options are both healthy. You're giving them an option. You'll give them some clothes. You say you could wear this set of clothing or you could wear that one. It doesn't matter which one they choose because you're giving them a, a good option in both, in both cases. You can go to this person's house or that person's house. All right. So by giving them options, you're teaching them how to make choices. And they know they can say yes to one thing and they can say no to something else. But, but if you never give your children option, you're always telling them what to do and you're always making every single decision for them, at a certain age, you're going to handicap them. You're going to make them not use their critical thinking skill. They're not going to know how to think for themselves. So as parents, yes, we have to make decisions for our children, but it's also our job to help our children learn how to make decisions learn how to make good choices. We have to give our children healthy options so they learn how to make good choices. And unfortunately, a lot of people didn't have 
healthy parents to help them learn how to make healthy choices. And because of that, they don't know how to say no. They feel ashamed. They feel guilty. They feel bad, right? Now continuing, people don't know that they have the option to say no. It's always a choice to say no. A lot of people, again, if they were raised in an abusive household or they were abused themselves, I'm saying the same thing. They don't know. They never learn that they have an option. They have a choice. You have a choice to say no. You don't always have to say yes. Now, when someone asks you for a favor or request or they're demanding something from you, it's important for you to think about the consequences of it. The consequences of your choice. Now, is it something that's going to benefit you personally? Is it going to be good for you? Or is it going to be bad for you? Is it going to be harmful to you? Is it a win-win scenario? Is it something that you don't mind doing? You don't mind investing your time and your energy and putting in your effort? You have to think about these things. And once you decide, then you could say yes or you could say no. But a lot of people automatically, again, they just automatically feel pressured, stressed out, overwhelmed. They feel like they cannot say no. They don't know that they can say no. You always can say no. Now you have to deal with the consequences. If someone is offering you a job and you say no, and you broke and you ain't got no money, then you know that by saying no, you're not gonna have any money in your pocket until you find a job. Somebody's offering you a ride, you say no, you know that you're gonna have to walk or you're gonna have to find alternative transportation. But you always have the choice, the option, the right to say no. This is something that is your natural human right to say no. And a lot of people are not aware of that. It's very important that we become aware of that. Some people feel like they're in a situation where they have no choice. But if you look for an option, you may find one. Some people assume that they have no choice. They assume that this is it. I have to say yes to this. I have to say yes. I can't say no. Some people are afraid. That's the reason why. They're afraid if they say no, that there won't be any other option available. Now, if you think about it, thoroughly think about it, and you examine your situation, you analyze it, and you see that there's no other option under this situation, then maybe you can choose to say no. But don't automatically say no or automatically say yes without thinking about the consequences. You always have a choice. Another reason why people say no, people want everyone to like them, accept them, or include them. That's another reason why people say they can't say no, because they want everyone, not someone. They want everyone within their inner circle, okay, everyone that they like or everyone that they find to be important. They want these people to like, accept them, or include them. This is why they can't say no. But again, they do have the option. They do have to think about the consequences of their choices. If I say no, how is that going to affect me? How is it going to affect me now, tomorrow, five years from now? What am I getting out of it? 
Just because someone like you is not reason for you to say yes. Okay? Now, the question you should ask yourself is, why do I need why do I need other people's acceptance, validation or love? Why do I need these people? What what am I getting from them that I can't do for myself? That I can't get from somewhere else or someone else. Right? Now another reason, people believe that it's expected of them to automatically say yes. Some people they just expect you to say yes. Especially when it comes to family relationships or intimate relationships and maybe sometimes working relationships. You're in a professional environment. Sometimes your boss expect you to say yes. They don't expect you to say no. No, I'm not working overtime. No, I'm not assuming additional responsibilities without pay. No, I'm not coming in earlier or I'm not staying later. Some people cannot say no because they know that it's expected of them to say yes. Somebody offer you something, they expect you to say yes. But just because they expect something out of you doesn't mean that you have to do it. Now you got to think about the consequences of your decision. Again, is it something that's going to benefit you? Is it something that's good for you? Right? Now sometimes Just because a person expects you to say yes, even though it may be in your best interest, but it's not something that you necessarily want to deal with right now or something that you want to take on. So you still have the right to say no, even though it could be something that's good for you. Somebody could be giving you something that's good. They can give you food that's good for you. But just because it's good for you, it benefits you. It doesn't mean that you have to say yes if you don't feel comfortable accepting that food. You don't have to say yes. We have people who like to share their medicine, which is not good because it can cause some deadly side effects or a person can actually have an allergic reaction and die or become sick. A lot of people, especially elderly people, they like to share their medicine. If they hear that a friend or a family member have the same ailment or disease that they had and they say, hey, I got some extra antibiotics. Do you want it? You know, I know this home remedy that will work for you. You know, here, take this, take that. Now it's very important for you to learn to say no because that medicine was prescribed for that particular person with their unique medical history. Now, That individual who's offering you this medicine, they don't know your medical history. They don't know what's good for you, what's bad for you. They don't know what you're allergic to. They They don't know what's happening in your body. So you can't just assume just because they took the medicine, they didn't die, or they got better, you can't assume that it's gonna work for you. So you do have the right to say, no, I don't want that medicine. I don't want it. I don't want the herbal remedies. I don't want it. Now, if you understand what it's for, you've done your own research, your own study, and you're dealing with someone that you trust, someone you know, they know what they're talking about, then you want to take it, then say yes. But don't automatically say yes, just because they expect you to say yes. Now, some people, it all depends on their relationship with someone. 
Some people cannot say no to their parents. They don't have a problem saying no to their siblings, to their friends, to their husband or wife, but they can't say no to their parents. Some people can't say no to their parent-in-laws, whether the mother-in-law or father-in-law. They just can't say no because they really want to please these people. They really want them to like them. They want to be part of the family. They can't say no. Some people can't say no to their boss. They really want that job, so they're going to do anything, even if it caused them harm. Some people can't say no to the pastor. No matter what is asked of them, the pastor, the preacher, the, the, the priest, it doesn't matter. The shaman, it doesn't matter. They're they going to say yes, 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 because they want the approval, because they want to be like, or it's expected of them to say yes, right? Now, let's continue with the reasons why people can't say no. People want to get something of value or favor in return, so they feel compelled to say yes. Some people, that's just the reason why they do it. They feel like they have to say yes because they want that person to tell them yes in the future. A favor for a favor. Right now, maybe that favor that that person is asking from you may not be something that's good for you. It may not be in your best interest. It may be the wrong timing. So you don't always have to say yes just because you want somebody to say yes to you. You have to learn how to say no. Some things are not good. Some people are going to ask you to do something that's going to compromise your principles, compromise your, your values, your beliefs. Whether it be religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, you have to learn to say no. You cannot say no to everybody's request just because you want them to say yes to you. Now, some people get a, a really big surprise because you could be saying yes to people thinking that when you ask them for a favor that they're going to say yes the same way that you say yes. No. It doesn't always happen that way. These people sometimes can be very self-centered, very self-serving or selfish. And it could be all about them. They're sitting there just piling favors from you. Do me a favor. Hey, hey, do me a favor. Because you do me a favor and you keep saying yes, 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 yes. And when it's your turn, and when it's your turn for them to do you a favor, and they have no problem saying no. They say no real quick and very easy. They don't have a problem saying no to you. And you're going to be so upset. Like, wait a minute. I've done all these favors for you. I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. But they don't have a problem saying no to you. Unfortunately, you had a problem saying no to them. Thinking that somehow the favor was going to be returned. But it doesn't always work that way. All right. Another reason. People are afraid of displeasing someone who is important or they think that has some influence and power, right? Now, some people have no problem telling certain people no, especially people that may not have power, position, or status. They don't have a problem telling the mechanic no. They don't have a problem telling, you know, the pharmacist no. They don't have a problem telling, you know, the bag person no. The, the cashier no. They don't have a problem with that. But if it's a person who is important, person in authority, person who have power status. Maybe they, they have a problem telling the police no. They have a problem telling the boss no. 
They have a problem telling the pastor no. Someone who's in a position, someone who owns a, a, a luxury car, someone who's wealthy, they have a problem telling people who have influence no. Now, the same way you could tell people who are of quote, quote, lower financial status, no, you should be able to tell them that people are in higher financial status, no. The same way you can say no to poor people, you should be able to say poor to no to rich people. That's the problem. Some people don't want to say no to people of power and influence or authority. They're afraid. They're afraid of the consequences. They're afraid of being rejected. They're afraid of looking bad. They feel guilty for different reasons. They just don't want to say no because sometimes they may think again the favor for a favor that somehow this person is going to do something for them because obviously these people are in positions to give them opportunities or give them money or you know or even just be associated with them can increase their status that person is a social influencer so they want to get in good all right they have a problem saying no to people who are important to them or they find important. Now, people are pressured, coerced, or intimidated into saying yes because of the person asking. Okay? The person that's asking them because they had a past experience with that person. Maybe that person in the past abused them. Maybe that person was a uh, bully. That person caused them to have problems in their past and they believe that somehow this is going to happen again. So the person acts, they say yes, they can't say no. So even though the person is not directly pressuring them, coercing them, or intimidating them, not directly, but because of their negative past history with this person, they feel compelled, they feel pressured, coerced, or intimidated into saying yes. They can't say no, not because of something that's happening now, but because of something that happened in the past and they don't want that to be repeated. So they say yes, right? A perfect example is uh, an abuser, someone who's in an abusive relationship, a husband and wife, give an example, right? Last time the husband said no, he was kicked out the house. Last time the wife said no, she was raped. All right, so because of that past experience, they are afraid to say no. So everything that abuser, that perpetrator, that person who hurt them, anything they say, they're going to say yes. They're afraid of saying no. Unfortunately, we do have people who are living under these circumstances. And we see couples out walking and it seems as if, you know, they're in a loving relationship. They seem to be very very uh, lovey-dovey and they're nice and everything seemed to be at peace, but we don't know what happens behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on in that relationship. The same thing when it comes to children. Some of the children are being abused. So when their parents tell them to do something, they can't say no. We're talking about adult children or we're talking about older children. We're not just talking about small children. Now, because of what happened in the past, because of what happened in the past, they are afraid to say no, right? Continuing. People don't know how to express themselves verbally. They don't know how to express themselves verbally to say no. Instead of just saying the word no, 
They get nervous, anxious, and they go beating around the bush. All right. And they never get a chance to articulate themselves to say no. Some people don't know how to express themselves. This is a communication problem. Some people have a communication problem. They can't open their mouth to say no. They'll say everything else but no. And they'll give mixed messages. And at the end of the day, the person will say, well, are you going to do it? They still can't say, no, I'm not going to do this. They still beat around the bush trying to say no, but they can't find the words to say no without saying no. So they end up doing whatever it is that they didn't want to do because they cannot express themselves. They can't verbally express themselves. They can't articulate their need to say, no, I don't want to do that. That it is a problem because sometimes people can't even imagine. People can't even imagine sometimes why a person would say no in so many ways and other people would not understand what they're saying. It's very, very, very difficult for people to understand that. It's like the person is telling you no in so many words. I mean, what is it that you don't understand? The person don't have to say no. I mean, they've given you a hundred excuses why they can't do it. They beat around the bush. They went sideways. They give you past examples, but why you don't get it. You know, but some people just don't want to get it because they want what they want. So until that person say no, they're not going to stop. So we have to learn how to say no. All right. We have to learn how to say no. Now let's go ahead on and give some examples, some real life examples of time when we just need to say no. We need to say no. All right. Now let's just go ahead on and get started. A lot of people feel sorry or pity for other people. That's the reason why they don't want to say no. A person's giving you their sad story and they're telling you how this happened to them, how that happened to them. There were this in their childhood, that happened to them in their childhood. And somebody stole their car, somebody did my... I mean, you've heard all the stories before. So now you feel sorry for this person and you feel like you can't say no. And unfortunately, a lot of people do this deliberately to set people up to make them feel sorry or pity for them so they won't say no to them. A lot of manipulators, a lot of users and abusers, they use this tactic, this this, this manipulative tactic to kind of persuade people to give them what they want. All right, you just met a person and they're just telling you about all this story. It's like, you think about why are you telling me all this story about yourself? I don't even know you. I mean, you're not telling me anything good. You're telling me how you were beaten as a child, how you was raped, how you was adopted, how you were abandoned. I mean, why are you telling me? Sometimes we got to question people's motives. Why are they telling you all this? And then later on, they say, well, you know, can I have $50? You like, wait a minute. You told me all this story just for me to feel sorry for you so you can get something out of this? Yes. This happens all the time. So you got to be careful when it comes to people telling you their sob stories and uh, trying to make you feel bad so you can't say no. Now, feel a sense of obligation or duty. Some people cannot say no because they feel a sense of obligation or duty. That's what it is. They just feel like they're obligated. 
A lot of parents can't say no to their adult children. They feel, still feel obligated. That's a real life scenario. They feel obligated, especially for the children, adult children who grow up and they don't want to work. They don't want to work. They don't want to be responsible. They don't want to be independent. They still want to depend on their parents financially. They want a place to stay. They want food. They want this. They want that. And a lot of parents, they feel obligated or they feel like it's still their duty to keep helping their adult children. And they can't say no, especially when it comes to babysitting the grandchildren. You got to be able to say no. Some children, some adult children will take advantage of their elderly parents. They will abandon their children. They'll walk away, leave their children with their elderly parents for months even years sometimes. They don't provide for them financially. They just assume that their parents will provide everything for them. All right. So we do have that scenario happening every day. Now, some of these people may have drug and alcohol problems or mental health problems, and their parents will take over the responsibility of their grandchildren. They just can't say no. And some of these parents may have, because, you know, they are older now, they may have health problems. They may have financial problems, but their children don't care. They, their parents cannot say no. Now we have husband and wife who feel obligated. They have a sense of duty. You know, they have to take care of their spouse because they can't say no. And sometimes their spouse will take advantage of that. They will use and abuse them because they know that that's my husband. He can't tell me no. That's my wife. She can't tell me no because of the marriage obligations, the marital obligations. Now, you know, again, you can't say no to your husband. If he's trying to abuse you, take you for granted, take advantage of you. Yes, you can say no. You can say no to your wife. If she's trying to use you, abuse you and take advantage of you, you can definitely say no. But a lot of people don't know that they can do that. All right. Now it's very important. You is very important that you have to, you have to take everything into consideration before you say yes. All right. Before you say yes, don't automatically say yes to everybody's demands or certain people's demands or requests. Don't think about it. Okay. You have to be able to say no. Right. Now, another reason why people, people put them on the spot. Okay, people try to pressure people. They put them on the spot. It's like they'll ask in front of other people, all right? Or they'll ask at the last minute, all right? And they make it seem as if it's a life and death situation. You know, you, hey, I need $50. I need it now. Can you give me $50? My lights are going to be turned off and I need $50. That sense of urgency, okay? You feel like the person is putting you on the spot. You feel like you're being pressured. You cannot say no, because if you say no, the person's going to not have lights and you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel bad because you do have the money available to help them. You know, you can help them. You know, now you feel like you don't have a choice and that person could have, could have went to you earlier and prevent this, but they chose to wait at the last minute and put you on the spot. And once they put you on the spot, you feel like you can't say no. You feel like you can't say no. Okay. Another scenario, people want to borrow your car. Last minute, last minute. Can I borrow your car? 
Number last minute. And they put you on the spot. Hey, I got to go to a job interview right now. Can you let me borrow your car right now? And you're like, listen, you had the whole day to ask me. You had the whole week to ask me. Why are you asking me now? So that's a real life scenario where people put you on the spot and you feel like you can't say no. And children are good for that. Sometimes they want to ask their parents something and they wait till other people, until other people are around, well, grandparents or other adults, and they ask, mom, can I have uh, $20? And you're on the spot. You know, everybody's looking at you. You have the $20. You can give it to that person, but you're like, I really don't want to give to that person, but you feel like you can't say no, right? Now, again, this is intentional. People ask you because they know that you're more likely or most likely to say yes because of the situation. And that's the reason why they're acting under the circumstances because they know normal circumstances, you are not going to say yes. You're going to say no. They know that. But because grandpa's there, because the boss is there, because the neighbor's around, right? Because the police is there, most likely you're going to say yes. You're going to say yes, all right? People put you on the spot. There's something that we really need to think about, all right? Let's give another real life scenario. Okay, sex. Let's talk about sex for a second. A lot of people have sexual relationship with their husband, with their wives, girlfriend, boyfriend. They have sexual relationships. And sometimes, you know, they feel like they can't say no. They can't say no to sexual demands or requests. Maybe they're being asked something or being told to do something that they don't want to do. This is something that's against their moral code. This is something that makes them feel uncomfortable or something that may be painful to them, but they feel pressured. They feel like they can't say no. They keep having this sexual activity or sexual encounter with this individual, but they don't want to do it. They don't like it. It's not something that they want to do. All right. So it's very important that you learn how to say no. Yes, it's your husband. You can say no to your husband. If if he wants to engage in certain sexual activities that is not good for you or not healthy for you, you can say no. Something for your wife is asking you to do. Maybe she's asking you to do something that don't make you feel comfortable, right? She's asking you to um, engage in a certain foreplay that makes you feel uncomfortable. Maybe she wants a threesome and you're like, no, nah, I don't want to bring nobody into this relationship like that. Right? Maybe your husband want to have an affair with other women and, and an open relationship. You're like, no, I don't want to do that. Or maybe they're engaging in a sexual act that, that makes you feel uncomfortable. Maybe they're horrible in bed because you do have some people who don't have good sexual chemistry. Now, is, there, is that a reason for you to end the relationship? Maybe not if you're getting everything else, but at least say no. Say no to the sexual act. And maybe you all can have a healthy discussion about why you're saying no. And maybe you can get some help, some counseling, some therapy to help your sexual relationship get better. Or if it's not the sexual relationship that needs changing, maybe other areas of the relationship needs changing so you can have a better sexual relationship. But you don't have to continue to have horrible sex. If your husband is having sex and he's only lasting two minutes and you want to have a healthier relationship, you want to have a good 30 minute and you keep just letting him keep doing it because you're not saying no. 
Okay, maybe your wife is just laying down on the bed and she's not actively engaging in foreplay and caressing and making love. She just lay there like a log and let you do what you do and that's it. And you don't like that, all right? Anything that you don't like sexually, you have the right to say no. No, and have a discussion about it outside the bedroom, right? Now, getting married, this is something, you know, that a lot of people don't think about, but, you know, a lot of people say, well, why would you say no? There's a lot of reasons to say no. If someone asks you to get married, that's putting you on the spot. You know, they're, they're putting everything on the spot saying, hey, I want you to marry me. You know, again, in front of everybody, you know, maybe you feel pressured to say yes, because your mother's there, your best friend is there and coworkers are there. And you had no idea that this person was going to ask you to get married. And you feel like you're on the spot. You cannot say no. Yes, you can say no. If you know that there's a lot of red flags in the relationship that you're not ready for that, you definitely have the right to say no, not right now. I may want to marry you in the future, but not right now because we do have some work to do or we have some incompatibilities or we have some difficulties that we need to overcome. Having babies. Some couples want to have babies. They want to have a baby so bad. But if you don't feel like you all are ready to have a baby, you can easily say no, no, I don't want to have a baby right now because of whatever reason. Maybe we're not financially ready. We're not emotionally ready, mentally ready. The relationship is in total chaos. You know, we're dealing with domestic violence. We're dealing with a lot of dysfunctional behavior. And we don't want to bring a child into this chaotic situation. So having a baby, just because your spouse wants to have a baby, her clock is, biologic clock is ticking, or because your husband is ready to be a father, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to say yes. Sometimes you have to say, no, no, I'm not ready. We're not ready. Let's go ahead on and plan it, right? Now, babysitting. Sometimes people want you to babysit their kids. You have to say no if you don't want to take responsibility for these kids, especially if these kids, you know, have a lot of problems. They have a lot of disciplinary problems. They don't want to listen. They're hardhead. They're spoiled. Maybe, you know, they're very difficult. So you have the right to say no. I don't want to watch these kids just because that's your nephews and nieces, just because that's your cousin. That's just because that's your grandbabies. You don't have to say yes. You could definitely say no. Now, another thing that most people are not expected to say no is a promotion. Sometimes you will be offered a promotion. Yes, you work hard. You earn it. Maybe you don't want it. Maybe you're satisfied where you are because that promotion means that you're going to be on call 24 hours a day and you don't want to do that. Maybe that promotion means that you're going to have to work weekends or work, you know, uh, evenings or night. And you don't want to do that because you love having that time off. So just because you, you are given a promotion, it doesn't mean you have to say yes. You don't have to accept that. You can definitely say no. You could definitely say, no, I don't want the promotion. I'm okay where I'm at. Or maybe I'll get it in the future. Right now, based on my circumstances, this is convenient for me. This is working for me. You have the right to say that, right? Now, job referrals, you have no job. You know, someone is telling you, hey, go work over here. They're going to hire you on the spot. Now, you may need the money. Yes, You may need the money, but guess what? This job may not be something that you want to do. Maybe you don't want to work in a hospital. 
Maybe you don't want to see sick people or you don't want to deal with bodily fluids such as blood. You know, you don't want to deal with that. So just because a person is giving you a job referral doesn't mean that you have to say yes and you have to go and do that job. Right now, another job, job referrals. Someone can ask you, hey, write me a good letter of recommendation. Right. Write me a good referral. Right now, if you know that this person doesn't have a good character, this person is irresponsible. They're not reliable. They're, you know, just a very, very iffy person, iffy in the sense where you really don't know what they're going to do. They're unpredictable. So you don't need to put yourself out there on the line for that person by writing them a letter of recommendation, because if they do anything, that's going to come back to you, right? They're going to say, you referred us to this person. If you know this person is not a good person, they don't, you know, they don't have the characters, the skills, the trace that is needed for that type of job. Don't put yourself on the line. Don't put your reputation on the line for that person. Say no. Even if it is your brother, even if it is your best friend, you have to say no. Okay. Another job situation is that you have someone, okay, who you know who needs a job and you work somewhere where you can actually hire that person. You're in that position that you can hire them. You are in that position, but you don't want to say yes because you know that person doesn't have good work ethics. That person is a troublemaker. That person is disagreeable. They don't have a good personality. So you have the right to say no. Very important. Okay. Now, uh, invitation. Someone is giving you invitation. It could be to a wedding, to a party, to a family reunion, an event. You have the right to say no. Just because of someone is giving you an invitation doesn't mean that you have to go. If you're not happy with that person or they're not really close with you, they're not your friend, they're not your associate, you really don't want to do anything with them, that you can say, no, I don't want to go to your wedding. I don't want to go to your party. I don't want to go to your retirement party. I don't want to go anywhere. You're there. You have the right to say no to any invitation. At the same time, you have the right to say no to, to uh, extending an invitation to anyone. Some people say, oh, you're graduating. I want to come. You don't have to give that person an invitation to your graduation. Oh, you're getting married. I want to come. Just because they want to come doesn't mean that you have to go. You or you have to allow them to attend your event. You don't have to. Right now we can go on and on of all the things like um, living with a roommate. Right. Someone wants to be your roommate and you know that person has questionable character. Maybe they're a drug and alcohol addict. Maybe they have mental health problems. Maybe they're dysfunctional. Maybe they're not a very clean person. So because of that, you may not want that person as a roommate and you have the right to say no. (laughs) It's very, very important. You have the right to say no. Now, volunteering to do something. Sometimes people ask for volunteers. They want people to volunteer to do things. Now, if someone volunteer you do something and you don't want to do that, you have the right to say no. Just because a person volunteer you to do something doesn't mean that you have to go along with it. You don't have to go along with the program. Say, no, I don't. Yes, you volunteer me to cook. I don't want to do that. You volunteer me to drive. I don't want to do that. You volunteer me to do this. I don't want to do that. You have the right to say no. Okay. Now visitation, you have the right to deny a person visitation to your house. 
right? If you're in a hospital, somebody comes to see you, you could say, no, I don't want to see that person. Okay. Someone who's in prison, you don't have to go see them. They're in prison. Someone in a nursing home, someone that's in a church, you don't have to go to their church and visit. All right. Now you have the right to say no. Anytime anyone invites you anywhere, you don't have an obligation to anyone to visit them or allow them to visit you. All right. You don't have to. Very, very important. Now, again, let's move on. Borrowing items, personal items, clothes, jewelry. You don't have to allow anyone to borrow your personal property. You don't have to say yes. You definitely have the right to say no. I don't want you to borrow my dress, my pants, my jewelry, my car, my hat, my house, my yard. You don't have to allow anybody to borrow anything that you don't want them to have, right? That is common sense. Again, but a lot of people don't know that they have the right to say no. Now, somebody you invite you on a road trip or a cruise, and you're going to be there for a long time. You'll be there for a couple days with this person or even maybe a couple hours, and you don't want to sit that long or be around that individual. You don't have to go on a road trip or on a cruise with that person. You don't have to go. That's something that you really don't have to do, right? Now, lending money, right? Negotiating, right? When you're going to get that money back? If you're going to get it back. Now, you don't have to lend anybody money. You can say no. You definitely could say no. You don't have to lend anybody any money. Now, sometimes instead of letting somebody borrow money, maybe you could choose to let them have it because then, you know, you, it avoids all the other problems or complications. No, you can have this money. I'm not going to lend it to you because you may not pay me back. Right. So you have the right to negotiate before you lend anybody any money. Right. Now, the last thing, which is very obvious, but a lot of people may not know this drugs and alcohol. Somebody wants you to try some drugs. Somebody wants you to smoke. Somebody wants you to have this special drink. All right. You don't have to do it. Very important. You don't have to try any drugs, any alcohol, any smoke. You don't have to try any, you have, you don't have to try anything. You have the option to say no. And obviously, I mean, we all should know this by now, but a lot of people do feel obligated when their friends offer them drugs, alcohol, or trying smoke, right? You have the right for you to say no. Now, very quickly, let's find out reasons why we should say yes or no very quickly. Now, if we say yes, Let's see why we should say yes. Now, is this situation self-serving? All right. Is it self-serving? All right. People say no to anything that's not in their best interest, something that's going to work against them, something that's not going to put them in a better situation. All right. Now, you say yes or no because of self-serving. You're going to think about your own personal need. You could say yes or no because it is going to benefit you as a person. So you're doing this because of self-servicing. Self-servicing. You are going to say yes because it's going to benefit you. You're going to say no because it's not going to benefit you. It's as simple as that, right? Now, sacrifice. You could say yes or no because this is a sacrifice. Now, what is a sacrifice? Something that is necessary for survival or progress. 
even though it may be uncomfortable or hurtful temporarily. Okay, this may be something that's good for the children. This is good for my husband. This is good for my family. All right, now it may not be self-serving. It may not be something that's going to benefit me directly, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to say yes, or I'm willing to say no, because it's a sacrifice. It's something that I'm willing to give up in order to help someone else, right? Now, charity, all right? Personally, you don't expect to get anything out of this all right. This is only for the betterment or the benefit of someone else. It could be a group, it could be individual, or it could be society as a whole. Right. So we can do things for three reasons. It's self-serving, it's a sacrifice, or it's charity. These are the three reasons why we normally do things. We could say yes, or we could say no. All right. Again, self-serving, something that's going to benefit you directly as a person. Sacrifice, something that you don't mind doing. You don't mind going through the discomfort. You know, you know, it's temporary. You know that it is going to be for the betterment of someone that you care about. Charity is something that you, it's not going to benefit you directly at all, but you're willing to do it because it's going to benefit others. Now, another reason why people do things is control. Someone is demanding something from you just because they have the power to do so. They're acting out their ego or pride, showing off or trying to gain attention or reward. This happens especially in the workplace, political arena, or the community. Another reason why people put people on the spot trying to demand or request is because of control. They figure, hey, I have the power for me to control someone else. So I'm going to demand that they do this or they do that. Okay, so people do things out of control. Another reason why people do it is manipulation. Someone is asking for something in order to deceive, trick, or manipulate you. Usually this involves lies, misleading information, or omission. They omit certain information, right? So people will try to manipulate you. That's the reason why they put you on the spot. They want you to say yes because they're manipulating. They're going to use every manipulating tactic they have just to convince you to do something that they want you to do, right? Now, poor timing. Someone is requesting something from you at the wrong time because it's not appropriate or possible to make a decision in this moment, right? Poor timing. Sometimes, you know, you want to say yes, but you can't because it's poor timing. Or you want to say no, and you can't because it's poor timing. Maybe somebody's asking you something when you're tired, you're overworked, you're hungry, you're sleepy, or you're just feeling lazy. So poor timing is everything. Now, if someone asks you something in the morning, maybe you could have said yes in the morning. But because it's at night, you're taking the timing into consideration. It's poor timing, so you're going to say no. No, I can't do that. Right now, another reason why sometimes people may not be able to say no or they're forced to say yes is they're under the influence. Right, someone who is in active addiction is not in their right state of mind to make a good decision. A person who is actively using drugs or alcohol, or they're actively engaged in other addictive behaviors such as food addiction, sex addiction, pornography, gambling, video games, or work. Now, if somebody is under the influence, it's kind of hard for them to really make 
a good decision for them to say yes or them for them to say no. If they're making decisions while under the influence, most likely it's not going to be a good decision. I mean, it's up in the air. It could be good. It could be bad. They're not thinking. Their thinking is definitely compromised. Because their thinking is compromised, then they may not necessarily make the right choice. Now, they may guess it, it may work for them, but it may not always work for them. Now, health problems. Someone who is suffering from a physical or mental health problem may not be in the right space to make decisions, right? If a person is currently affected by a health problem, whether it be a mental health or a physical problem, they're in chronic pain all the time, they're depressed, they're moody, they stress out, they feel overwhelmed, it's kind of difficult for them to make a decision that's going to be good for them. The decisions they make may not necessarily be self-serving, right? They may be making a lot of decisions that's, that, that, that may not be in their best interest because they're not thinking clearly, right? Now, morally wrong. Now, you're asking someone to make a decision that may be morally wrong. Someone is asking you to do something that is against your moral values, your principles, your spirituality, your religious beliefs. It's very important that we think about that because sometimes people ask us things without really taking our moral beliefs into consideration or our spiritual beliefs or values or principles into consideration. They really don't do that. You know, so we have to be the one as the individual to take all those things into consideration because we can't just assume that people are going to be aware of our morals and our values. We, we just can't assume that they're going to just take that into consideration. Okay. Someone may actually do something that's totally against your belief and they don't even know that's against your belief because they don't know you. They don't know you as an individual. They don't know you as a person. They don't know your background. They don't know your history, where you come from. Um, okay. Some people don't care about who you are and what you believe. They just want what they want. So you, the person, you're going to have to take all that into consideration before you make your decision. You really have to take all that into consideration because nobody else is going to take the uh, into consideration. Now, Let's talk about what happens when you say yes to something and it causes you harm. It causes you harm or you end up losing or you end up getting the short end of the stick. Now, the most common reaction from most people will be, you didn't have to say yes. That is something that most people experience. They'll tell, well, you didn't have to say yes. You could have said no. That is the first thing when you share with the with the people that made these requests, whether it was a reasonable request or unreasonable request, it doesn't matter. The first thing they're going to tell you is you didn't have to say yes. You didn't have to do it. And you're going to sit there in shock like, you know what? I didn't have to say yes. I didn't have to do it. I didn't have to say yes. I did not have to do it. All right. So it's very important that we understand that uh, we don't have to say yes. We don't have to say yes at all. We can always say no. 
okay? We don't have to do it because most people will tell you, you didn't have to. Why did you say yes? Why did you agree to do it? You didn't have to. And then you're going to say, well, I did it because of you. Oh, you didn't have to. Well, I did it because I wanted you to be happy. Oh, you didn't have to. Well, I, I did it because I wanted to save you. I wanted to make sure that you're going to be okay. And the person is going to say, well, you should have thought about yourself. The person is going to say, you should have thought about yourself. You should have thought about the consequences. These people will not take responsibility for your choice. And you feel like, you know, they they should have taken accountability to your situation or what's going on with you. All right. Maybe you made a decision that ended up depleting your funds. Now you're broke. Now you'll go to a person and say, well, I helped pay your mortgage this, this month, but I don't have no money to pay my mortgage. What they're going to say? Oh, the, I'm sorry. That's your problem. Unfortunately, you have people in this world that really don't care. Right? You give somebody a ride and you have no gas to get back. And you tell them, listen, you know, uh, could you give me a couple of dollars? Because I don't have no gas to get back. They're going to look at you and say, well, you should have thought about that before you gave me a ride. Right? Now you decide to uh, watch somebody's children and something happened. And now you're responsible to go feed them and go care for them. And then you say, can you reimburse me because I had to go spend this money on your child, whatever. They're going to say, well, you didn't have to do that. Right. So I'm not saying don't do for people. I'm not saying don't be charitable. I'm not saying don't volunteer to do things. I'm not saying don't give back. I'm not saying don't help people. All I'm saying is that you have to know when to say no. When something is not in your best interest, when something is not going to help you in any way, when something is not for you, you have to learn to say no. Okay? Again, you have to think about the consequences of this decision. You got to look at the pros and the cons, the good and the bad. You have to stop and think. And if a person is trying to hurry you and rush you into making a decision, that is definitely a warning sign that that person may be trying to manipulate you. That person may be trying to control you, especially if the person knows that at that time, it's not a good time for you to make a decision. They know that you are already stressed out. You already feel overwhelmed. They, they know at this time, maybe your self-esteem is low. Maybe you do feel desperate. Maybe you want validation. If they're doing it anyway, that means that person is trying to manipulate you into saying yes. That's what it is. And that lets you know that that person doesn't have your best interest at heart. Now, you will be able to distinguish between a good friend and a bad friend. A good family member and a bad family member. A good co-worker and a bad co-worker. All right? Now, you'll be able to distinguish that based on what they ask you to do. Because a person who is a good person and they care about you, they're not going to ask you to do something that's going to hurt you. They're not going to ask you to do something that's going to compromise your beliefs or your principles. They're not going to ask you to do something that's going to put you in a bind or in bad situation. So please just think about it. We do have the right to say no. Saying no is definitely an option. 
no matter what anybody else expect us to do, we have the right to say yes because it's something that's going to work for us. And we have the right to say no if it's something that's not going to work for us or in our best interest. Thank you. Thank you.